welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, where we go deeper than just surface talk. Each week, we'll explore everything from family, business, creativity, culture, and faith. To make sure not to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe and hop on to Instagram at Laurent Collective to chat with us about this episode. Hello. Hello, hello. Yo. (laughs) Yo, that's what you're saying? It's yo. Yo. (laughs) We have Zane with us on the podcast today because he's, well, he's pretty much done with school. And so we thought we'd lure him into the podcast. Is this is how this is going to go? Yeah. Is that <laughs> l- l- is that the lure. right word? Yeah, lure. Yeah. Can you even say that word? Lure, lure, lure. Oh, see, this is where very appropriate because this is where your American slash Britishness comes together, and you don't know how to say the words correctly. Yeah, it's an, it's, it's and an that's issue. what we're talking about today. Is we are going to talk about how we have lived in London now for mm. six years after moving here from the states and um how the three of us are feeling about that obviously we have two others that we haven't included in the conversation but um how the three of us are feeling about that uh and everything but first we also want to note for those of you watching on youtube this is our first official like youtube video doing this so hello Hello, hello. Um, we would love if you guys would like and subscribe so more people can find us here and then if you're listening on the podcast like you have been for a while um know that you can go over and find us on youtube as well we'll include the link in this podcast um, for you too, but something fun and new that you guys asked for and yeah, wanted to actually, actually like see us. Yeah, I can see us talking. So here we are, and we'll be honest. Um, when you go on to look at us, you maybe can't tell right now, but if we do this too long, we are sweating a lot because yeah. it's really hot here in London right now. Yeah, we're um, in a heat wave. Yeah, like like a, a two really, three week long heat wave, which yeah. is not normal for here, and it's supposed to be. I mean, we sound like we're complaining. Um, so this would be one thing after living here for six years. It normally does not get this hot here. Um, but with climate change and everything, it is getting more hot here. And so it has been like 88 and not, it's been in the nineties Fahrenheit. Obviously, And some of you might think that's not really that hot. And it isn't if you have air conditioning. Yeah. We do not. Painful. And most people in London do not. Um, most places, the schools, all that stuff do not have aircon, and so we're melting. Yeah. So actually, Zane is good, is happy that he's home with us this week because yeah, yeah he'd be, be in a suit this yeah, week. Yeah, in a full suit. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So we have lived here for six years. This month, um, it's exactly six years, and we thought we would just say a couple things of you know we've shared some past podcasts of like UK culture mm. versus US, and I'm sure we'll do plenty more of those because you guys seem to really like those. But we thought we would just chat about what it's like to be in a different country, in a different place after six years and how we all are feeling. And we've included Zane because we thought it would be important to hear from him because you were nine. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> do the math. You were nine. <laughs> I was nine. Uh, he was, I was nine. was a little tiny two. baby man. <laughs> you were not a baby man. You were just a child. I was a child. <laughs> yes. So after six years... What what do you guys what Zane? Let's ask you first. How are you feeling after six years here? I mean, I'm feeling like this is home. To be honest, uh, we we went back to the states last summer, and there was definitely in uh, like an aura of oh, like this really isn't our home mm-hmm. anymore. We we belong in London. We belong in the UK. 
and and like i mean yeah sure it was fun it was it was awesome to see all the people and visit all the places we hadn't really been in a while um but there was definitely a sense that we all kind of wanted to return home which i home is the word i think is london yeah is the word that we should be using for london London. yeah yeah Yeah. it's weird because people often say are you going back home to visit and i think that's weird why are you saying that because Mm. i don't think of the states as home anymore like you said i think of here as home and so when someone says that i'm like oh do you mean like to go back to see family and stuff because that's not i don't think of that as home anymore do you Mm -hmm. um i mean i I think that that's where where my i mean we did you and i obviously lived more of our life there Mm. right so there is still an aspect that i think i would always consider that my home my home country and things like that and so i think um yeah so i think i will always probably call it the united states or where we're from in indiana Mm -hmm. home because that is where we live most of our life now if we lived live here forever then maybe that eventually will change but i do think since we've lived here for six years there's been something that I've really felt like when we first moved in here, we started to kind of do life here um, and all that kind of stuff, that there was something that clicked for our family that was missing, I think, for us in the States a little bit. Um, and it, there's something that feels more natural for our family specifically um, that I think makes us feel more at home here in a lot of different ways. So. I think that too. I think there was something about, um, yeah, and it's weird because it's hard to describe and maybe it'd be great Mm -hmm. to hear from some of you that have experienced this of when you move someplace and there's just something, it just fits right. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't that I don't think, I don't think we recognized when we were living in the States and where we were living stuff that something didn't fit. I don't know that I have that feeling. So that's why it's kind of strange to describe. I think that's because we we already, that's the only thing we knew. Yeah, exactly. So, but then when we moved here and after being, I mean, of course we had all the cultural adjustments that you do and there's still stuff that's hard and that kind of thing. (laughs) That hasn't gone away. Mm -hmm. But um, there also is then something that, uh, yeah, I don't know how to describe it that um, I would say after a couple months, I was like, oh, this place is, yeah, this is where we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe the, I, I'm sure I've heard other people talk about this too. And I, I wish someone would come up with a word to describe. Maybe we need to invent a word. <laughs> um, but it's just like, it fits, it seems right. And then that part, it's not that it's comfortable. It just feels right. And it wasn't, it'd be weird if it had been the case just for the two of us. But I do yeah, feel like for you for kids, sure. it was that way too. Mm-hmm. I could agree with Would that. Would you agree yeah, with I that? Think, I think it, it, I mean, it was a rough. Stripping bit, away some of the things that were hard. At the beginning. Yeah. But looking past that, definitely there was a sense that it, it was, it worked for the entire family, not mm-hmm. just you guys. And mm-hmm. that makes a big difference, obviously, when you're deciding to stay someplace, yeah. if it's working for the whole family or not. Yeah. Um, so that made a big and difference. And I think even, you know, now knowing, I mean, when I was talking about how, like, we've lived more of our life in the States, like, so for Veda, this is home for her. Like, she's lived here longer than she did in the States. So has Jude now. And so, yeah, so has Jude now. So I think... You haven't crossed that yet. <clears throat> no, it's, but you're about 18. Yeah. Oh, gosh, stop talking about that age. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, I think, so I think, you know, it's okay for them to actually say this is home, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. They get very confused. I would say more mm. each as they get older, they don't know how to say where they're from. Um, 
because people will obviously hear, at least for Jew, well, I mean, I guess for Veda, you don't often hear people ask her where she's from because she has more of a British accent. But then Jude's mm. is like this mix. Yours is more American. Yeah. And your friends tease you about American things. Um, <laughs> but um, in general, you don't hear that a lot. We get it a lot still. Like, where are you from? Because um, people are interested when they hear stuff accents from the American American from the Americans yeah <laughs> wow I should have more tea it, it, like I feel like the issue is we live in such a like like no one really knows the state of Indiana it's not like a big <laughs> it's, it's like where's that near Cal oh so that's near California no no <laughs> Wrong side of the country. So near New York, just, the default, near New York, the New York and Chicago. California are the two. We say Chicago. Chicago. People Most sometimes people recognize Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Um, they're like, oh, okay. And we're just like, yeah, three hours from there. Because <laughs> Indianapolis, unless they know racing or something. They just yeah. Don't, they don't understand where that's from. So that's okay. But yeah, so we definitely feel like this feels like home. Um, I think, uh, What is there anything that you feel like is still hard about living here after six years I, i'll go while you're thinking mm. i think the hardest thing would be not having certain people here so if we could pick mm. up some family if we could pick up some friends and just like put them on our you know maybe maybe they don't have to live on our street but if we can put them in our area yes. that like oh we you know like we i ran into a friend this morning taking veda to um to school who was walking her dog and stuff like that like if i could see some of our friends like that on a more regular basis than mm -hmm. you know the times we get to facetime them or texting them and stuff like that and our family obviously um that would that's that's the one piece that is hard yeah. i think what, what i mean I this week um not having air conditioning is hard <laughs> yes um, absolutely <laughs> it, um 100 but yeah yes. i think i think too i think there's there's little things like yes i would if we could have certain family and friends here it'd be the best like it would be amazing um but i think there's also like little systems and little things of how certain things are done here that are still kind of frustrating and still hard and <laughs> things like that um but you're just kind of you're used to it now because we have lived here for so long it's like that's just how they do things like or that's how things are done and in and and if you go to the States, I'm sure there's plenty of things in the States that frustrate people that are from other cultures or other countries. I didn't understand. And this may have changed because it has been a year since we've been back or almost a year. But like, I didn't understand why I couldn't just tap our card places to pay for things because I'm so used yeah. to doing that I here. I think it's getting better. I think there, it's but, better now. Yeah. But I was like, what do you mean you have to take my card at a restaurant and walk and go take my card? I don't mm. trust that because I'm so used to them bringing things to us and tapping and all that. Anyways, that's a little minor <laughs> thing. But what, what about you? What's the hardest thing for you? It might be the same things we've already said, and that's. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's definitely. I think there. I really miss the people from the states that I got to know really well, and you know, obviously our family, like you said. Um. I don't know. Just like. There's a lot of weird, like random stuff that's just like, oh yeah, I get comments about my accent a lot, mm -hmm. and that's like it's like annoying most of the time because they're either really stereotypical or like really insensitive questions but i think it's Have it's not teenagers it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably typical fair fair things. fair enough it is yeah. probably just teenagers um at a boys school <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it's basically the stuff that you guys have been saying already yeah because i would say as, as adults i don't 
typically get pretty, like if something major happens in the United States, we'll get people that are like, are you guys okay? How are you processing that? I'll get those questions. Mm-hmm. Not the stuff that your friends say to you, <laughs> which I think unfortunately right. is just teenage boys being teenage boys, which isn't still not cool for them to well, say that stuff because they wouldn't like if something yeah. like, you know, so that's part of it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, but I would, I, th- I think that is definitely the people, sometimes some of the processes but and it's and it's hard. I think the hardest thing after being here six years is having some of our family and friends are like, "Oh, when are you coming back?" As far as like, I think, um, you know, either moving back or obviously we'll go back and visit and stuff. But it's really hard to communicate that of like, this really does feel like home now because I know mm-hmm. it's hard for them to hear that. It would be hard for me to hear it if I was hearing a really close friend or family member say that yeah. um, because it is so far away. So it's really hard to communicate that. But like, we do really feel that way, and there's just something about the place. Minus yeah. the non-air and our, I mean, <laughs> and one of our favorite things to do actually is when people do come and visit us to show them around and show them how we do life. And I think because of that, then they get to see kind of why we, do, why we love mm. being here and like why maybe it fits for our family really well. And, um, you know, uh, and, and yeah, and I, I just, I love, I love being able to show off London, our city, like to others mm. and, and being able to do that and. Um, that kind of thing. And so, but yeah, I mean, it is, it, but it is still, it is still hard. Like there's still like being, being from another culture, um, you know, is definitely going to always be somewhat difficult. No matter where you no are. No matter where yeah. you are. And you um, do, uh, I've talked to lots of other Americans. Well, not just Americans, but like, you know, friends from Germany, Sweden, stuff like that, that live here as well. Um, cause we're in London, so there's just people from everywhere. Um, and I think, you know, or our Kenyan friends or, you know, whoever it may be, um, there's still always that weird, while we've said this feels like home, there's still always that kind of strange, like, where is my home? Like yeah. now I think of like, where would I want to go to rest and feel the most comfortable and like be with my fam- like our immediate family. I think of like London, but then there's always this weird, like, <laughs> Like you, you have two places now. If that makes any yeah. sense, do you feel mm-hmm. that way? Yeah, you were nine when you moved here, so I was curious if you feel that way or I not. I mean, yeah, I feel like I've definitely developed more as a person here. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you've gone <laughs> that through. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, gone through a couple of things. I mean, you kind of well, you can't on this video. You look. Um, <laughs> He's taller. Oh, than now me. you do look taller than me when you sit up straight. Don't sit up straight. <laughs> so like, I'm your mom on your bad head. posture. Zane is taller than me. <laughs> yes. I'm about two inches. So you've developed in lots of ways. Yes. So you feel like, yeah, I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to explain. Mm -hmm. I mean, you feel like because we live in a very international city, like you kind of feel like you have a different perspective on the world Yeah. or at least, yeah. I mean, just the, it's not just, and that isn't, I'm not trying to make this sound bad, but it's just not just the U.S. Like your life isn't just, you know what I mean? Yeah, like there are a lot of other things to experience yeah. and do. I think, I think it's really cool that this city is just like everyone. It's not just British people yeah. or not just, you know, British people. And then one country, mm-hmm. one other country that just like migrates here because that's what they do. I think it's cool that everyone has a place in London and therefore there's not like a a segregation or I mean that's probably not the right word for it but there's not a sense that you don't belong Mm. yeah even if you're from a different country or you're from a different culture 
you still belong in London and you like, yeah. And I think maybe we would feel differently. I mean, we're saying we're, I want to be clear that we're talking about London. And so, um, I know there have been other places in the UK we've traveled to and we have noticed it's not quite like that. There's not as much diversity and I'm not hearing other accents or languages Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So, um, I do think, you know, maybe if you lived in some place like New York city or something like there are just certain places that for, for obvious reasons, pool people from different countries yeah. and things like that. Um, and so it is a very unique place to live, to have that be the case. And so, um, I, I want to be careful that we're not saying like all of the UK because I'm very aware that that is not yeah, the case not in really, all of the UK. Um, and so, but it is a very unique place for London. So I think there is. Yeah, after after six years of being here, it doesn't even phase me like when I you know there are often sometimes countries that I have to come home like really small countries and stuff like that that someone will say they're from or and and this is my own ignorance and knowing things sometimes I have to come home and be like where is that on the map and figure that out and stuff like that um and I don't that just didn't happen where we lived in the states before now that doesn't mean it couldn't possibly change or it didn't maybe we just weren't in the right places yeah Mm -hmm. exactly like I said like if you lived in a major city it would be different but I mean could have been that way in where we're from in Indiana too but maybe we just weren't visiting those areas well and I do think the place where we were from has changed a lot in six years too so um we even know some we were back but yeah I think the other thing of living here for six years um at least in London and most people in the states would be like I'm sorry you lived there six years and you've moved three times (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) yes we have moved three times not any of those times have been our choice. Um, We've moved three times within probably a quarter of a mile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's true. Um, where in the Why? States, you typically, now again, it's a little different when you live in a major city and stuff like that, but it's just the way that rent is <clears> here. <throat> Landlords often decide they want to sell or they want to do something else with their property yeah, or they want to move back. In. Like We have friends mm. that they're moving now because their landlord decided they want to move back into the property. I mean, it's it's very common um, yeah. that you would move, like you sign a contract for two or three years to stay in a place, sometimes a year, depending on things. And then when that's up, the landlord wants to do something different, um, usually sell or move in or have somebody they know move in. Um, and then that means you're looking for a new place to stay. That is something that I do not love. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's not great. We've been um, kicked out three times. Well, it's not kicked well, out. <laughs> But yes, it they've is two sold. Times. Yeah, twice they've sold. Like our first person, first landlord felt so bad. He was like, I'm just going to put it on the market and see if it goes. And I thought, this is going to go. And it totally did. He was like, I'm so sorry it sold. I'm like, that's what you needed to do. It's not a big deal. <laughs> but I think, you know, it is is common too. We do know some people that lived in their house for 11 years and their landlord, if, they, if they're renting, their mm. landlord has somehow it's worked out fine. Um, but uh, other times. But other times, we pe- know we, people that move like every year. I know. I'm that thankful so that hard. hasn't. Not gonna, that's not going to happen with this place. We have a three-year contract, right? That's going to be fine. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, that, that's just, I think, in a bigger city, my guess is it's probably similar to other cities in, in the States or around the world that you just move a lot in bigger cities. Yeah. So I think that would be one thing after six years. Moving three times in six years, to me, I would have said, what? Like if someone had told me we were going to do that, I would have been like, no. Um, (laughs) Considering we lived in the same house for 13 years, Mm -hmm. um, like would have seemed very odd to me and everything. So 
Um, and I think, you know, something for you that now Zane is entering um, for people listening in the UK or maybe different places that like the UK schooling system has kind of like infiltrated. Um, there is um, Zane is entering now into what is called his GCSE. E years. Yep, I can finally you say it because for a long time I was getting all the letters mixed up. Um, and so you take an exam in 10 subjects. Is that right? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you will have 10 exams. Yay. Well, actually, it's more actually, than more that. Actually, more than that. <laughs> most, of, most of the subjects are split into two or three I papers. About that. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, it was very fun. So he'll have that this coming school year, like in the spring of next year. Uh, or you start you start studying for it. And he, well, he has right? been already. I mean, I, yeah, the entire I past guess, year has been yeah, like the course prepping for, for it. it. So he does those, and then he's technically done with school. And so this is something after six years of living here that I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like it still confuses me, and we're still figuring this out. Mm-hmm. Um, be it, but then he can go on to do what is called once he gets through GCSEs, he then will go on to, it's called sixth form or A-levels. What else is it called? College. It's sometimes called college mm-hmm. um, as well. Not like what it is in the United States. And so then he does two years of studying three to five subjects. Is that right? It has to be at least uh, yeah. three, I think. It, yeah. Well, I, yeah, three to five. I think Although most people most do three. Most people do three because five because is like a lot. really yeah. difficult. Mm-hmm. So then he'll kind of narrow in what he wants to do. And that's really foreign to us because, you mm-hmm. know, the, just how it is in the United States is like you're through high school, you're doing a mix of everything. Mm-hmm. And then you start to narrow in a little bit in university. But depending on your university, like it was still very broad. Yeah, a lot of general things we had to do the first couple years before you really get into your major. Um, And here it's much more like at 16, you're really kind of thinking, what direction do I want to go? If I if I want to do university or not, Um, and if I do, what do I think I want to do? So like at 15, we're already having those conversations with you because he's got to start thinking through some of that. Um, I think too. Bit. I think because of how the system is too. That's why gap years are such a common. Because they only here. go three years in university uh-huh. here. Yeah. So basically, what well, Zane could potentially do is then do the A levels and then take a year off and do some fun things or whatever he wants to do, and then go and do three years of university. So. Yeah. Because they kind of consider those like a level that time frame is like you've done a lot of work towards university where, of course, that's different if you decide to be like a doctor. I mean, there are definitely things that would push you into more schooling um, and that kind of stuff. But um, and it's weird for you because he explains it to all of us as if like it's just normal and he understands it better than we do. Because I wouldn't say understand, well, but I comprehend it. Maybe that's what it is. You comprehend it and everything. So that is something after living six years, we have just gotten used to a different schooling system. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of the school starts much younger um, here as well. And so a lot of our friends that have moved back to the States, their kids have been, um, and it's not that they're like, I don't know what the right word is to say. Their kids have been more advanced in school just because they started school earlier and they teach mm-hmm. things earlier here mm-hmm. um, and that kind of thing. And so um, I don't, I, there's, I'm sure there's thousand studies of which is better. Yeah. I don't really have the, an opinion on that. Because what, Veda was in full day school at three and a half? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So 
in nurse in nursery, like a preschool kind of thing. But mm-hmm. it's uh, but they are teaching them things. But it yeah. is like full time. You don't have to pay for it. School. Mm-hmm. Um, you could go private, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. um, and so that is the difference as well. But yeah. So I think uh, I think we have said this before. The one thing we really appreciate about um, living here is people's. It's not to say everyone's perfect on this, um, but the fact that people take time off. Yeah. I mean, school. You you get a lot more breaks in school because it's more like year round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of thing. So it feels like just when they need a break, or do you feel that way? Just yeah, when you feel absolutely. like you're getting that yeah. a break comes? Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then people are serious about their vacation yeah, holiday Yeah, when time. they take their holidays. <laughs> for sure. We talked about that before, but it's, yeah. Yeah, that's why here, um, well, currently um, there is like just a lot of mass chaos with flights and things like that right now because when school goes out, everyone leaves. They take their holidays seriously and they try to do things and um, yeah. or the beaches get rammed and stuff like that. Well, part of that too is because no one has air conditioning. So you would just like to be have your in body water. in the sea yeah. <laughs> uh, and that kind of stuff. Um, what else about living here six years? Can you, Zane, are observations Whoa. for you? Your brother, now, your brother and sister have for sure, again, like we said, each of them has more of an accent as mm-hmm. they, Veda was two as when they. she moved here. So all of her schooling, all of her learning <laughs> to read, all of that stuff has happened with British accent well i mean she actually not all of her teachers have had british accents but um she definitely has picked that up mm-hmm. um just how they sound things out and things like that. i mean in jude whole... it's funny because he will often just he, he randomly says a word he will say stuff a lot he oh he's very like i'm an american i do not have a british accent and then we i we can't point it out to him because he gets mad when he said like he says mummy all the time um, and like he says stuff all the time that often when we're talking to somebody, they're like, oh my gosh, Jude sounds more British than any of your kids. He's like, I do not. Like, yeah, <laughs> he does get, he it. does get defensive. But. Um, but he does. You definitely very much so. Yeah. Clearly still have your American accent. I mean, it, my teacher from year six or fifth grade or whatever yeah, that would be. Fifth grade. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, told me that, well, he's from Scotland, uh, and he just sort of let his accent blend into the British British scene and he was like you should keep yours because that's when you were all like we're yeah. kind of trying to sound British and I was trying to like fit in because that's what I was doing it that's okay that's whatever what everyone does at that, that age whatever age that was <laughs> yeah it's a um, very natural thing to try to fit yeah in and, and I, I just think it, it's cool to keep it just uh, now you do say well you don't have a British accent you say phrases that i would never hear you probably say in the united states that's for sure and sometimes when you're gaming with your friends because he uses this Mm -hmm. app to talk to his discord yeah you don't get you don't get together with your friends and play video games you play video games that's not true they do get together here sometimes but your friends do live pretty far around yeah you know outside of london and stuff which is so they'll be online talking to one another and sometimes you do suddenly i'll hear your accent you'll put on a british (laughs) accent a little bit i don't think you know you're doing it probably not but it's funny because that's when mm-hmm. i hear you do it sometimes it's like if you're mad at one of your friends <laughs> or something on there sometimes i'll hear you say something um and what, i'm like oh. zane what would be one of your favorite like sayings not, not appropriately what, like, <laughs> something appropriate <laughs> appropriate um, because yeah i don't know that's it now a, you're trying to think question. of it's appropriate like in it yeah in, in, it, it, in, in it, it in it is funny in it and how use that in a sentence how would you say that for context for people uh like it's it's like ain't it but you sh- it's shortened so like 
You can't think of one. Uh, yeah, no, right. I can't. I can't. I've, my mind's blank. That, that's it cool, is, isn't it? Kind yeah, of thing. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. In it, bro. No, it, I knew you were going to put bro. <laughs> I think that's a thing internationally, though. I don't yeah. think bro is a uh, thing. That, yeah. But I mean, there are, there are words that Zane will use to describe things. And when he's in just a normal conversation, that I always have to stop and be like, no 15 year old uses that word <laughs> and you're like yes they do that's my friends say that word all the time yeah. and it's often just it's more of a british word yeah i'm trying to think of one of one right now but there are often things that you guys will i would like to know you guys will have to tell us if if literally is something that kids are saying in the states because you guys say it all the time that now i have started saying it instead of literally yeah it's well literally well, Yes, but like they they will describe something and say the teacher literally and like I don't know if our kids would have described even like someone mm, saying something with yeah. that word. I know it's the fact that they're saying literally and like saying it all out. I clearly yeah. cannot do a British accent. Because your literacy is literally not good. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and and I would say the two of us often. We have not developed accents by any means, Gosh, but no. I will sometimes say something and you will like laugh. Like I will inflect at the end of a sentence. Yeah, there's different like there's definitely different ways of how they're how when they're speaking, we've kind of adapted. Yeah, and, and I don't I'm not doing that on purpose. It's just sometimes you pick up some of that stuff. So mm -hmm. one of the things may be like, um, what are you doing this weekend? Like weekend instead of weekend. Mm -hmm. um, like you kind of inflect a little bit at the end of the sentence. Mm -hmm. Is that the right word? Inflect? I don't know. I don't know I, what that would be if that happens there. I'm not, means, uh, so. yeah. <laughs> I'm not a language expert, but I think both of us do that. Or sometimes I hear you when you say, when we're out, you just, if you run into, if you accidentally bump into somebody, what would you say? I'm sorry. Sorry, but you sometimes say it with a British accent. I've heard you do it more around the city. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. So you do that. Or mean. you say, thanks, mate, cheers, mate, things like yeah. that, which <laughs> if we said that in the United States, I think people would be like, what are you trying to... People actually would probably say, are you trying to be Australian? Um, which is, you know... Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's something yeah. that clearly... Mate has definitely, I think, taken over in our family like i don't say it because it's yeah. weird to me but but like, like men like and really women say it to me sometimes of like like thanks mate like some guy said that to me when i was dropping off stuff i was like oh that's weird yeah um, it's kind of like saying like thanks man yeah like a lot of times for women they'll say yeah. love or darling or something like yeah. that and it's not meant as like a yeah it's not derogatory it's a, it's a platonic thing yeah exactly yeah. so it's like you're either mate or love like it's like those, <laughs> it feels like those are the two really common ones yeah um but we often get that question from you guys if if everyone has accents now and so that's the veda yes um with a weird mix it's yes, a mix. yes a weird mix. sometimes for you like well, yes only, <laughs> only when you're mad only when i'm mad <laughs> with your friends <laughs> and then us is like very random very occasional things except for words that we probably and jude use. doesn't want one but he does have one but he has one, he has yeah. one. which we are hoping to do some summertime <clears throat> videos we're saying summertime realizing that you guys in the states are Maybe. likely finishing summer yeah. um and starting school in august but in august we're going to do a fun series um that will try to involve the kids in and stuff but we'll also wanted to do it um to have you guys have more fun on youtube here so yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so it's been six years we've lived here those are a couple of our observations um of things and things that we love about here and it really does feel like home i don't know that i would have thought that when we moved here six years ago yeah. 
landing and living I with mean, them. I can't believe it's been six years. Like no. it's gone yeah, so it's fast. Just, yeah. The only time I can tell that it's six years, I mean, all of you have drastically mm-hmm. changed. Uh, and Jude is about ready to go through a change, I'm sure, too. But, like, looking at pictures of you kids when you moved when first, here. Yeah, I mean, your sister was this little nugget two-year-old. Like, mm-hmm. she just looks so dressed. I mean, she was different. still in a, like, travel crib thing. Yeah, exactly. Travel cot. So, like, those are when I look at some of that stuff and I see the pictures. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's so long ago. But it was also feels like it was just yesterday. Yep. And Zane, oh, I will say, has been the one that has gone through the hardest adjustment of living here and everything like that because he was already in school in the state, so he had to get used to schooling here. He left mm. friends, had to make new friends here. Those first two years were really difficult. Yeah. Um, and then I, you, you pushed, you got through those, which it was really hard, and then you went to secondary school, and you have a really fun group of friends yeah now. um and so it took some time and so if you're anybody that is like moving even states because i know that's harder moving schools mm-hmm. and stuff like it does take time and there were definitely a lot of times where we said like what have we done we've ruined your life <laughs> and stuff like that more stuff to talk to my therapist about. yes <laughs> we will pay for therapy for that um but now you really have yeah your you've matured a lot and you've got yeah, a good friend yeah. group and stuff like that. So, yes. Well, wonderful. This is the conclusion of our podcast. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah. I think so. Of the one about living in London for six years. We would love to hear from you guys. Again, we will always are listening to you of what you want to hear about of what it's like to live in the UK versus being in the States and that kind of stuff or just fun, quirky things about it as well. And we'll talk to you about that too. Um, and do, if you're listening on the podcast, remember you can check out us here on YouTube and on YouTube, subscribe and everything so you continue to see what we have here. Also wanted you to know there are some fun things on our website at laurentcollectivelearning.com, which you can check out. And there's all kinds of free downloads, everything from stuff to help in your family, to help in your business. You can just grab those free downloads on there. Um, And there's all kinds of stuff, too. If you're looking for a certain podcast, you can look by category and find it, too. Yeah. I think that's all. I think that's it. That's a lot, but that's it. That was a lot? Yes. Do you want to say goodbye? You want to sign us off? No. Thanks, Zane. Uh, well, that's us for, it for us now. And we will talk to you guys soon. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Laurent Collective Podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, which helps others find our podcast. Continue the conversation with us over on Instagram at Laurent Collective. We look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again next week.